Welcome to the early late night review. Yeah, you got to start it probably. Yeah, I am with Tom, Peach, Ben, Ian, Lovell. This is terrible. <laughs> Cuts. Did you ever feel so bad inside? So we've got three mics and there's five of us. There's no soft furnishings soft, in this house at all. There's I've no never, carpet. Uh, there's no rugs. No. There's no curtains. It's not built for a podcast. There's not even a fucking sofa. Yeah, it's almost like yes. Lovell and Nihar have designed this house for the way they want to live rather than your <laughs> podcasting needs. Yeah. What, uh, what's wrong with these it's people? It's not that. It's not that, the podcasting. I've said, said it before. A house needs soft furnishing. Your house needs soft <laughs> yeah, furnishings. Yeah, it's a good job you don't live here, really. <laughs> for the first half an hour, you moan about the acoustics, and you're okay. When was the last time you were on, James? It was... We had that curry back in London. Episode two. And that was, I was talking, talking a little bit about Harvard and about the guy who won the Titanic. Yeah, and, and you talked about um, yeah. daylight robbery yeah, and like blind that. drunk. Yep. Uh, so I've just come back from Italy. Oh, yeah, you didn't even announce you were going to Italy. Yeah. Why, why, why you just said, oh, I'm in Italy now. Is that to make up for your feels? <laughs> to talk as well what's to lean in this is the discussion lean in cutting over each other you see this the problem with this is that's why you've got lean in that's why I'm not picking it up James is not going to be able to deal with (laughs) James is going to be able to deal with you um so <laughs> Come on, then. you start. You first. No, I don't need to hold it. Right, I we're definitely at the calmer end of the table. Aren't we? Yeah, we looked out. So Ben and yeah. Tom are sharing a mic, and we're getting Ian, along Ian's famously with this mic. Yeah. Ian's drawn the short straw, and he's sharing a mic with Lovell, and he's pretty angry. We're quite cosy over here. Yeah. yeah. So what I was going to say about your trip to Italy before I was so rudely interrupted is I was going to make a joke at your expense. Is it being a makeup holiday for your failed San Francisco trip where you forgot you had a child? No, I didn't. What happened was... <laughs> Did you sell those flights? No. God, they're little fuckers. Oh, are you still going to San Francisco? No, no it's gone. It's come and gone. It's a waste. It was a waste of 750 quid. Can you not sell them? No, what happened was I'm not allowed to sell them. No, I am allowed to change the name, but yeah. they charge you £90 each. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. Yeah, that's yeah. normal. I said to my girlfriend, let's just change it to like, you know, a year from now or whatever. Let's just fucking change it to as far into the future and then think about it then. And when I phone them up, they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, we can move that for you. Um, let's just work that out. It's going to be £650, please. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. And I was like, well, why 650 quid? And they're like, because it's the difference between the saver flight you've got and the normal flight you've got. Yeah. And it was changing the flight 90 quid each each way yeah so oh, so it's 180 260 then another four five hundred quid and then and i was like so when's the date that you were gonna go uh i should have i think i should be there now also yeah. literally was, say, was a makeup for not going to san francisco yes it, i i booked oh, it realized it was san francisco i pretty much was gonna this say year. i'll go this easter and just fucking take it off you jamie's trip to italy was um quite apt because he went to the all mouthy coast Oh. Hey, all mouthy, I get it, yeah. Great banter, guys. Yeah. <laughs> See, I could talk about changing flights from New York to Boston and how much they charge for us, but it's a long conversation, so <laughs> yeah. I won't bore you guys. No, no. I, I, I've got a question. Mate, I, I actually go with it. No, I've got a genuine go question. I've got a genuine question. Uh, when did you pass your driving test and how did it go? I passed my driving test in October and it went really well. Nice. A3 minus. So tell us about um, what time did you do it and where did you do it? 
four o'clock in Bromley. I did mine at rush hour in Barnet, and it was Ugh. it was fully hectic. Yeah, that's a that's a terrible decision. I did mine at half eight on a Saturday morning. It was brilliant. There was no one on the roads. Um, I would recommend to anyone out there who's listening who can't drive and wants to do a test, definitely do it early Saturday morning. Did your driving instructor yeah. wear a tabard? No, but he did start chatting to me like, what would you normally do on a Saturday morning? And I'd be like, mate, I'm trying to concentrate here. Can we just not have buns? My did one, my one did that. Yeah. My one did that. Yeah. Just chatting about my A-levels and stuff. And then I stalled it because I was thinking about what to tell him. Yeah, I, I stalled mine as well. I, I, so I relaxed at that point because I was like, oh, I failed. I thought I felt Well, I, yeah. I started on a hill. So my car was parked on the top of a hill. And then he was like, right, move off when you're ready. I did fucking everything. Mirror, signalled, took the handbrake off. I started going down the hill and I was revving it going, why the fuck? What's going on? I hadn't put it in gear. And I was like, I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know what I've done wrong. And then I shoved it into first gear and it went. <laughs> and I had to start again. But uh, I still part. It was only a minor. Yeah, dangerous. it's not a fail. It's not a fail. And then I saw it again. So it's twice. It's like three. Well, for me, I did it a long time ago. But it's three times. And then three minors was a major. That sounds like an Italian play. Three minors is a major. Anyway, James, tell us about it. Did you wear glasses? It's not much of a story. I just got in the car, drove it round, came back, you passed. But you don't pass anything first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a story. It wasn't really a story. It's fine. Was it first time? No, I failed twice when I was 17. Uh, so tell us that story. That's probably more interesting. It's not really. It just failed for whatever reason. Let me guess. When you failed, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't yeah. my fault, no. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't remember why I failed. I think it's something to do with wasn't Everyone remembers. Tell us. Apparently. My first driving test, I pulled out of the centre, got to the first set of traffic lights, had to turn right, and then as I was turning right, I was like, that's weird, the indicator's not on, and immediately realised I'd failed. Like the, the moment I came out, I was like, oh, well, like you're the third person in the car. That's weird, the indicator's not on, the driver should attend to this. Where's he put the indicator on? Oh, that's me. Well, the, the, the thing is, he actually failed me for something before that. <laughs> what was it? So, um, Just your general appearance. Uh, when you, <laughs> you definitely failed. Teeth too large to yeah, drive yeah. successfully. Teeth not, not held together in place. No, he... Um, he uh, I pulled out onto the main road, and I think this is a bit unfair. I would have contested it if it was the only reason why I failed. Here comes the level excuse. <laughs> um, yeah. It, he said that I pulled out into oncoming traffic and the guy behind had to brake. But it was like the most normal move you would ever make. It wasn't even like I sneaked in. It was it was just I wasn't mega, mega super cautious. Because we'd been sitting there for about a minute with traffic going by. Yeah, and if you do, if you wait too long, they fail you for not making progress. Yeah. so Because so, I, I got a minor for that as well because I went too slow. Because there was a fucking school with kids everywhere. And the guy Miners. was, and I was going 20 miles an hour. And he said, you got a minor for that because it should have been 30. I was like, and now they've changed the law and they've made it all 20 around there. So I was like, I was actually right. That was yeah. like, I guess, having gay sex in the 50s or something. And then later on being like, well, it wasn't a crime because it isn't. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, you can't. Yeah, but you know, like, won the law. No, yeah, but, but not he, everything but is 30. If you had gay 30, sex in the 50s and you went to prison for it, like Alan Turing with his decision machines. Difference cool. engines. Difference engines. Um, if, you, if you did that and you got locked up for it, and then, like in the eighties or nineties, well, Alan. Well, for example, Alan. No, he Turing, killed himself. He didn't. He, didn't he, he, did, he killed himself after getting chemically castrated. No, no. State. They said we'll chemically castrate you, or, and then he. So he killed himself. Or what was the or? Or, or kill yourself. I think it was or <laughs> go to jail. 
Um, oh, that's I awful. don't think they actually... That's awful. Uh, as, a, as a scientist, yeah. what is chemical castration? I've heard of it, but it, it's like Colgon. I've I heard of it, but I don't know what it does. Who are you asking? Ben. Destroy, ben, he's a scientist. I'm, I'm a science teacher, but I think it says you destroy your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a science teacher, but I think it destroys your balls. Thank God we got the expert in. <laughs> well, I don't go around studying <laughs> castration of humans. <laughs> That's why I've looked into it. It destroys your balls. Brilliant. It doesn't. I don't think it chops anything off. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's chemical. I think it's just. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I don't know either. No, I don't know. It's chemicals. Just ask this scientist. The official line is destroys your balls. Lovell, tell us a story about that baby and the penis that had to get cut. I was thinking of that. Right now, <laughs> I was thinking of that, but literally. I, I, but I wouldn't do it justice. I, was, I don't remember it very well anymore, so I can't really do it justice. Give it a try. <sighs> there was a baby born a boy, and they thought they would give it a, a vasectomy. Or the, what's the one with the... Um, circumcision. The circumcision. And then um, they went to do that using the laser, but the laser was too strong, so they ended up lasering it too much, and they cut this baby's dick off. <laughs> so this baby at the time was a twin... And they decided to do a nature nurture test because his scientist came over and somehow managed Was to persuade his stupid parents. <laughs> it destroyed the balls, guys. <laughs> they persuaded these very gullible parents that um, they could that the baby would have a, a good, healthy, fun life if it became a female. Is this is this like where, what country is this? Is this like Nazi Germany? <laughs> America. And then um, so they did this nature nurture thing where they they, they treated them like a to give him hormones, treat him like as if he's a girl, but really, obviously, he was born a boy, and to see if he'd realise or how it would change him and how he grew up and things like that. But he didn't really feel like he was a girl. Hang on, so what? So what happened? Um, when he grew up, he he found out what had happened, and then he wanted to become a boy again. So he tried to give him a new a new penis, but but um, he got a girl, had a girlfriend, and everything. But um, I think in the end, he got really depressed by it. Because basically, um, not that surprised. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think if they had left him alone, like the original, when they just used the laser, and then later on he would become have children, he would have been fine. But Am because, I the only person who doesn't uh, really believe uh, it was a laser. <laughs> I don't think it was. Yeah, why are they circumcising people with yeah. a laser? Get the laser out, but we, don't we use like scalpels now, nah, laser? No, Mister Bond, I expect you to have no foreskin. <laughs> yeah. But because the because they removed these, obviously must have removed his balls, and they must have. Um, <laughs> Giving him hormone replacement therapy or whatever. Yeah, they did gender risk, risk, yeah. we also so, could realignment or reassessment. Reassignment. Basically, you couldn't become. Um, it found it very hard to have children and become a guy again, really. But if they left him as he was, he probably would have been okay. So, yeah, but he was a woman, wasn't he? At that point, but born a man. He was born a man, though. He got really depressed, and then he and he um, killed himself. That's, that, see, that is awful. It's fucking awful. There's a guy on, a, on an interview, and he, he's had he's had his dick removed because they're like, oh, you're. You were supposed to be a girl. What? So when he was, before he was a teenager, before he went through adolescence, they were like, oh, you, you know, oh, I'm a girl, I'm a girl. And he, they, he seemed like a girl, so they cut his dick off and were like, oh, let's change him. Oh, you let's can't. Make, let's make you a girl, which That's they do. ludicrous. They, they do do that if because, you know, as he got older, he went through, you know, puberty and all that. And then he was like, actually, I'm, I think I'm a bloke so now he's like trying to find out what the fuck happens he's like i'm a bloke without a dick 
basically. And a Is fucking what... botched fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever they call it. I've just Googled chemical castration. Do you want to hear what Wikipedia says? Yeah, Which is it. not true because it's written by yeah, yeah, anyone. Ch- chuck that shit up, Jamie. Yeah. It doesn't really explain anything, but it says... Is it female hormones? No, unlike surgical castration, where the gonads, the bulls, are removed and <laughs> they just destroyed, destroyed, <laughs> destroyed the bulls. Does it say gonads? Through an incision in the body, chemical castration does not remove organs, and nor is it a form of sterilization. So what is Make, it? It makes you never want to have sex. It just stops the hormones. I yeah, think. so you don't get boner because you're like, I don't want sex. So it's like cutting off your bulls. You, if you cut off your bulls, you won't so, want to. So have you're sex. like a eunuch, I guess. Yeah, a eunuch. But your bulls are still there and intact with sperm that work. I heard that you could get a boner if you were a eunuch. I, and I didn't think so you could. And you can, I yeah, remember yeah. being surprised. You can get a boner when you're a baby anyway. Yeah, but that's fine. No, because, yeah, that's what I mean. But boners are just... Sorry, babies with boners are fine. This well, is the no, level of the... It's it's um, natural, isn't it? You know, of course babies are going to get boners. But when you're a eunuch, you've cut your balls off. You've destroyed your balls. <laughs> yeah, but babies don't have balls, do meeting? But babies don't have the hormones... But babies have balls. Yeah, but they don't have the sexual hormones to make... They're not sexually boners. So you can get a boner, I think, all the time. <laughs> okay, I was wrong. Um, it wasn't a laser after all, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Yeah, because this sounds like it was Although a story... it might have been a laser, but it doesn't actually say if it's a laser or not. It just said accidentally destroyed during a botched circumcision in infancy. Botched fanny. It wasn't a laser. And the guy was called David Reamer. He's Canadian. <clears throat> yeah, 1965, he was born. He has a oh, botched man. circumcision. Oh, man. Made him to a female. Sh- he realised he wasn't a girl when he was about between the age of nine and 11. And then he tried to become a male again at the age of 15. And then he um, committed suicide after having oh, severe God. depression. That, yeah, well, of course, no shit. I mean, growing up's tough enough, right? Imagine oh, mate. To, all that on oh, top mate, of it. Oh, mate, have to deal with any of that shit. They'd have to deal with any of that shit. And in the 70s as well. This boy had his uh, penis cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we looking at this? That's just as an aside. What were we saying? Botch. Uh, I was doing yeah, I'm Yeah. Destroyed <laughs> bulls. I'm with him. Oh, yeah. So this, so this guy basically said he came home. He was like 16. He'd been with a guy. Who, wait, who came home? <laughs> to, came home to <laughs> Anne Whittacombe. <laughs> oh, forget it. Forget yeah. it. No, a guy came home to a guy. No, a guy came home to his parents and his parents confronted him and said to him, are you gay? Right. Okay. Yeah. He said yes. And then they, the first thing that they said was the stepdad turned to the mum. Whittacombe's going to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> the stepdad turned to the mum and said, keep him away from his little brother in case he tries something. And then his mum said, you're going to have to leave the house. So she kicked him out. And it was like... When he days. was 16? Yeah. Why is, does that happen? Uh, anyway, yeah. In the 1970s, was it? No, this was like four years ago or something. He then told his grandparents, and basically his grandparents said, right, you're never going to see your parents again, we're done with them, and took him in. And his point was, Anne Whittacombe is as old as his grandparents, and they're not bigots at all, and she's a fucking massive bigot. Yeah, I, I do think the excuse of age is a wrong excuse these days. Yeah, of course it is. It's like it's been going too long. Like, oh, he's racist, oh, but he's old. Nah, uh, learn something. <clears throat> what about racist language? Yeah, I, I think like casual racism. It depends I'll what it forgive is. older people. Yeah, vernacular. But not, yeah, but, but not, but not like that they use. But not even not just language, someone. but stuff. Not attacking someone. Yeah. That's different. But and a story I've sure told before. But it's an example of casual racism where if someone my age said it, I'd be like, "This is outrageous." Yeah. But because it was like an old woman at my work, 
even like 10 years ago now, so I guess now she'd be pushing 70. I was like, it's okay. And I'd sign a visa application for someone. And I was like, Irene, didn't I sign this last week? And she was like, oh, yeah, no, uh, I got the country wrong. This is a visa for Cameroon. I gave you Nigeria last week. And she's like, no, I got mixed up because a turkey's a turkey. Oh, yeah. uh, she's a lovely woman. Bitch right? is racist. But, yeah. but it's like she's old. But not that lovely. And that's not. No, no, lovely, but in general. But, it's, racist. but it's like I give. I'd, I'd let that away because she's old. I wouldn't if she was not old. Everybody um, is a product of their environment. And I'm not saying it's an excuse, but there's the way people talk and the way things are said, it just seeps into you. And you just, you just to an extent, think to yourself, you're not being offensive. I think a lot. It's all to do with intention. Kicking someone out of the house for being gay is obviously awful. But I think Anne Widdicombe, as much of a fucking idiot she is, she thinks she's doing the right thing because a book tells her because she's super religious. But then you can still be like, you're a twat because you but, believe in a book. That's well, well the other thing they said about her is she's never, had a, she, she's never had a relationship in her life. So she lives in a fucking bizarre bubble. Yeah, and people What do. a waste. <laughs> Someone else is she's, so she's, that, she's had that pussy locked up all that time. That's a shame. That is. She that could have destroyed some balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, I, no, I, I, I'm saying people I, are always going on about, oh, this person's evil, that person's evil. If anyone thinks they're doing something, that they're doing a good thing, yes. If their intent is good, even if it's like, so like that guy that went to jail this week for Finsbury Park when he tried to run over all those Muslims, right? Yeah. And he did kill one did, guy. Did you hear his made-up story about the two people? <laughs> that was amazing. Was Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave and Terry or something. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, was, Another way, he just submitted it right at the end as well. And he said, oh, it wasn't me, by the way, it was Dave. And he I, said, I was in the stairwell chair, no, the football changing my trousers. <laughs> yeah, and they went, where, where did Terry go when he ran over these people? I don't know. <laughs> well, he just disappeared into thin air. And apparently they'd walked in the woods the three of them talking about Muslims and it's like <laughs> it's like he was like in an, an innocent victim because Dave and Terry <laughs> fucking E17 or whatever that's John and Terry isn't it? well everyone always thinks they're in the in, they're the good guy so everyone thinks well I'm the good guy almost yeah almost. but there are, there the is... ISIS terrorist thinks he's the bad guy but no the, the ISIS terrorist thinks he's the good guy everyone thinks he's a good guy so no the only to a, to a degree no. until you know you're doing something no but there are people wrong. who yeah so like let's say like robbing a like, yeah, a, let's a say minor you, one you, like robbing a bank I know I'm the wrong yeah or I'm I'm killing this old woman to get her inheritance yeah, you know you're, right? you're wrong. wrong but you're doing it to get money yeah sure we've all been and you, there and you're, right that's more evil yeah. than again the ISIS terrorist yeah because he thinks he's doing a good thing yeah he's like I'm doing a good thing for the for God and the world well shall we take it to the archetypal max do you think that Hitler was doing the right thing? Well, I don't think he was doing the right thing. I think I'd say no. <laughs> I don't think Hitler was evil, but I think he genocide. He, he thought he was doing the right thing for his race, but by killing another race, he knew he was doing the wrong thing for those humans. Oh, you say that, but his thought behind it was: I have to kill this many Jews because this many Germans are dying on the battlefield. So he was merely evening it up. Which battlefield? Well, the World War Two battlefields. The one he, but he created it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he created. If only there was a way <laughs> yeah. for Germans not to be killed on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah, Sending them over the border. But I don't think. I, all I'm saying is, I don't reckon Hitler thought to himself, "Geez, I'm an evil fucker." I think he actually. Well, not no, at all. No, no, that's what he I'm was saying. like. I'm a guy. He's clearly a, a mental person too. Yeah. Yes. If you murder someone for your own good, you know you're doing the wrong thing. And if you rob a bank, you know you're doing the wrong thing. Well, sometimes you might think, I have to do this in society. Yeah, but you know you're doing the wrong thing to the person you're taking it from. 
So Hitler knew he was doing the wrong thing to people who were Jewish. Yeah, but I, he didn't even see them as people. But thinking he was doing the right yeah. thing for those. And that's the big, that's, no, that's he, the big he, kicker. Yeah, but I think he did. I think he knew they were, they were people, but if you dehumanise it, it, then it's fine. But everyone deep down knew they were human. That's why it didn't last long enough. It lasted a few years and everyone was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but you dehumanise... That's why it didn't last long enough. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, like, it's not carrying on now. People are like, oh, they were animals. Well, look at Mao. Look, German Mao and, and Stalin killed more people than a Hitler, but Hitler caused more chaos. So in, uh, And he killed they, Mao and Stalin. I don't know, he just did it closer. You know well, what I mean? No, no. I bet if an average Chinese person is probably like, fucking hell, Mo, who's Hitler? Well, it's because they killed their own people. Hitler killed other people. Mm. The moment you start killing other people... Not well, Jews own. were his own people. You're falling into his trap of thinking <laughs> they're not German. <laughs> I know a guy at work who read Mein Kampf and he stopped because he said he got about halfway through the book, two-thirds through the book, and did end up thinking, God, these fucking Jews are bad, aren't they? Like wow. he was like starting to think, Jesus Christ, these Jews are such a problem. And you, you, you know, you're so in there and you're yeah. reading about how the, everything they've done, always, 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 every page. Yeah. And then, and then he got to the point where he starts thinking, shit, these, these fucking Jewish people are a problem. And then he's like, wait a minute, let's put this book away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's stop this. Well, it's, I think I, I said before I read a book about a guy who was in the British far right. The bit of the book where he's joined in and like he, he didn't have many friends and stuff. So he gets, he finds some camaraderie, he has a laugh. Uh, there's bits I was reading that book thinking, I'm kind of jealous of you here. Sounds good. Yeah. And, and, but yeah, then so you realise it isn't. Happens. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, but everyone's, everyone's looking for affiliation and meaning, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, it must actually be brilliant to have that kind of committed meaning in your life. Because yeah. suddenly all your life, you don't need to question anything. It all makes sense. Mm. No, definitely. Because you're like, oh, I've got this, this cause. Where That's why it? most people are like in their 20s, young blokes who are like, I need a purpose in life. Yeah, that's why I mean, most terrorists... Most terrorists are just terrorists are British like, born like who are like, I've got nothing to do. Yeah, or, yeah. I'm not accepted in Britain because I'm brown. I'm not a Pakistani. I can't go there. Because it's a dump. Yeah. Why would you want to go there? So they're like, <laughs> and then it just, it's so easy to lead people out into it. Talking Here's a cause. Talking of dumps. Right. This ties into two things. One, I went to Naples. Oh, is this about the they never picked up the rubbish for two years? No. It's about the fact that I needed to go for a shit in Naples. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so what happened was <laughs> I needed to go from Sorrento and drive back to Naples. So we got in the hire car. What I didn't do was yeah. have a shit before I went. And you know when you need to go and it's not like you could hold it in. It's, yeah. This is a literal pressing matter. Now or never. It's, now or, it's going to come out. So we're driving around Naples at this point and I am so desperate for a shit. And I don't know if you've ever seen Naples. It's basically one big ghetto. It's a fucking shithole. So we're driving around and it eventually got to the point where I was like, we took another wrong turning because uh, I'm driving and can't concentrate. And I just said to, I was, I just said to my girlfriend, I, we, I have to go for a shit now. There's, there's yeah. absolutely no getting out over this. So we stopped in this fucking dump and there's this little cafe and there's these massive Italian blokes outside it. Like, it was a really intimidating place. Yeah. And they just came in and they looked at me and I just went, uh, coffee, but toilet first. Have to have to do toilet, toilet, toilet. And, they, and then the bloke was speaking to me in Italian and I was going, uh, toilet, loo. It, so he showed me in and you know, you know when you're, it's called break for the border when you get so close to go, the toilet that you're like I'm about to shit my pants. Oh, you've you've yeah. already started. Like the process has started. Yes. Yeah, you're you, you're you're going in your mind. In your mind, you're like, this is it. I can now relax. So I yeah. get in there. Two cubicles. Neither have a seat. Right. <laughs> so so like I couldn't find any toilet roll. And then and then I found a bit. So I was like wicked. 
closed the door. The door didn't close properly, so I just kind of had to hold it. And then, then I had to squat, and I did the worst shit ever. Oh, messy. I mean, it was messy as fuck. It was all like passery with white. white. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, wipe my ass, then go to flush it. Flush doesn't work. And, and I mean, it's criminal what I've done in there. So, <laughs> so, so I then go wash my hands, no soap. And I just came out and these fucking big Italian guys are there. I just put two euros onto the counter and I went, that's for the toilet. I then run out. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I run out. I mean, they, they would have been fucking angry if they saw what I'd done. <laughs> and then I just ran back to the car and I was just like, go, just drive, just drive, just drive anywhere. Just get out of this fucking ghetto full of like mafia kind of fucking henchmen. So you basically destroyed... Don oh. Carleone's toilet. Oh, mate, you wouldn't, be- you wouldn't believe it. It was, I mean, it was, but it was, it was a really awful shit, but it made sense when I saw it because I was like, that's why I needed to go so bad. I had a bad stomach. Yeah. Hmm. Logical shit. <laughs> it made sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's why I need the shit. Yeah. The Finally, shit. I've been able to make sense of this. People must go out their way to make toilets that bad. <laughs> like, they own that place. Why don't they look at it and go, what the fuck are well, we Well, I would, in any put other some, circumstance, put a fucking lock on the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a man, but you're turned off by monster trucks? Have you ever watched the bridges of Madison County? Have you forgotten how to scratch yourself? If so, talk to your doctor, because you could be one of the 10 million men suffering in silence from a condition known as menopause. Menopause afflicts men over the age of 40 and is one of the leading causes of depression, the loss of manliness, and the popularity of movies starring Owen Wilson. But there is hope. Girly Man No More. Girly Man No More has been scientifically and clinically proven to increase manliness. Talk to your doctor to see if Girly Man No More is right for you. Girly Man No More should only be used as directed by your physician. Possible side effects include death, sudden loss of limbs, temporary disembowelment, rage, clammy hands, hairy palms, hearing voices, busy signals, extreme attraction to squirrels, and fear of elevators. Girly Man No More is not for men who are pregnant or who may become pregnant. Do not take Girly Man No More if you have hands or if you are currently taking any other medicine. So talk to your doctor and call now for a free trial. Girly Man No More. Also available in a topical cream. But that's just wrong. Right, Tom, I want you to take the mic. I want you to tell us about um, your night out last night. Oh, all right. It, it was good. I met up with some old mates that I essentially grew up with and we had a bit of a reunion we went out we had a few beers it's not that much of a story really but we went to the pub and then we went to a place called chicken shop oh i've heard lots of good things about chicken shop there's a chicken shop in ealing it's like a bird it's very very good it has more of different vibe than bird anyway i recommend we went there for some drinks and we went to the london cocktail club oh i've been to london cocktail there's like a bunch of them yeah, um, it was I'd imagine so loud. It. I imagine Ian would hate it because it is loud and the bartenders essentially show off. Oh, flaming. Is, is All this kind of like flame stuff yeah. and like drawing attention. No, to I was there actually, it was okay, right? And I'd like about two drinks and then just by the time the third drink, someone obviously decided it's nighttime now. So it went... Oh, don't you hate that? You're in a, you're in a pub and then suddenly it goes def- pitch black and the music gets twice as loud and you're like, hang on, I was having a good time. Talking about relaxing times, remember when we were in Turkey and we was getting that boat back. Oh, yeah. And it was an evening, the sun was just going down. We thought, oh, it's just, we had a nice day out and I thought, ah, oh, it's really nice and relaxing now. It's all just soaking it all up in the atmosphere and just yeah. looking out. 
the sea and the view of what was really nice. Then suddenly out of nowhere, full full whack, YMCA comes on. Like who thinks it's a good oh, idea? Why? Why do that? Why? There's a thing as well about like live bands in pubs. There yeah. is the, oh, everyone just, celebrates it like it's going to be a good thing, and it's the worst. You go to a pub, and you're I like, do not want like there music. needs to be a certain size of pub before yeah. you should, like that should be a law. Like, and the then the guys thing. there testing one, two, I one, two, and you're like, um, oh my god, control on the volume. Yeah, but do you remember when we went to um, just around here to the O'Neills, and there was a live band that I was really don't good. Know. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you don't remember anything. I don't know, but I remember just the toilets. Piss, just piss. <laughs> It's from the pictures, yeah, being dragged home, that's probably. I really like live music, but I feel like when I'm not expecting it and it's too loud, you I could, do, yeah, just you, do not want you it. You go to a pub to talk to people, not yeah. to get just music. It's, why is it so loud in bands? Yeah. Why does it have to be so loud? It's know, so mate. loud. It's like, and you're just there going, oh, well, that's the night over then. That's because not every pub needs to be a feeder pub to a club don't understand what that means uh, no, i know i do know what it means because he's been saying it for approximately 20 years um he's busy saying like pubs are like they're basically like oh we'll want to go out for a club and this is like the pre-club but not all pubs should be like pre-club some pubs should just be pubs yeah i i agree with that but why does it have to be Jim, so loud? Jim, jimmy agrees He's been busy saying that what my interpretation of his statement is 100% factual. That's weird. Graham, Jamie's agreeing with everything. Yeah, no, I wanted to. He's nodding yeah, his head. Let yeah. the record show Jamie's nodding his head <laughs> as he's making tea. Uh, yeah, but we're all agreed. Like I'm The def- very definition of loud means it's too loud. Yeah, uh, well, I remember... It's not like, oh, I like this, it's loud. It's, it's I, was, I like this, it's the correct volume. I was in a pub once and they like did the thing where they cranked it up and we were like in an upstairs bit and my mate Dan just stood on a chair and went to the back of the speaker and just went, <laughs> and turned it off so the noise coming from downstairs was still tolerable but he yeah. just completely turned off and I'm like oh, you're a him. genius I went out in Brixton and we were in you were you were there in fact I've got the mic yes I live in Brixton I, I'd be offended if you went out in Brixton <laughs> wasn't yeah it was when we went out with you, me, my girlfriend, uh, my mate called Ed and his girlfriend. That was at the Ritzy, wasn't it? Uh, the Ritzy. That was a little while ago, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, it was about 18 months ago 18 months um, ago and they, it was a small room upstairs and they just cranked the fucking music up and it was so loud and then I got I think it was Ed's girlfriend then went to the just the guy the sound guy walked off so she just went behind went to the mixer just turned it down and it was like oh now we can talk like just, that's what Ian just said kind of thing yeah. yes I know that's that's what reminded me that's well, how, it's that's another how conversations example work. of a similar thing yeah <laughs> I went to a club once and someone went behind a microphone and they, and they turned it down it's wicked <laughs> Um, what was Lovell's what was the club that Lovell always wanted Guinabara 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 we, we went to Guinabara yeah. and and just for like two years you had this obsession with Guinabara and now nothing what happened that's your good Brazilian place it's good for a while and then you get samey after a bit after a bit isn't it you know you want to see other places so what other places do you want also, to see I just want to say to, talking about Guinabara I just want to say like 12 months ago Tom and I went to a George Michael tribute night in Guinabara. Yeah, it was about it was yeah, a, a sensational night out. It was wow. brilliant. Yeah. Was there a man who was George Michael? No, but there was a live band, but that live band was good in <laughs> and, and this is it, <laughs> it, was, it was the right size and it was a club. Well, but it, it was, was a George yeah. Michael tribute night. I would have expected live music. Yeah. And they, they nailed and it. It was great. Michael. It was it yeah. was really awesome. We were sitting in a restaurant and the waiter was like to these parts, Oh, where are you going? Like George Michael Tribute Night at this Brazilian club and we we're like, Definitely having some of that. Yeah. It, went. it was just a fantastic night and, so and after wh- years of hearing you go on about Guinabara I finally went there and you were right it's tremendous what are you talking about you've been to Guinabara loads yeah. never been to Guinabara you have I was in there with you 
You've definitely been a good I actually bar. remember what, what are the toilets right? Like <laughs> <laughs> probably than, probably terrible. Well, I don't remember even than, so when I was in there last year, I didn't remember having been there before. Yeah, you oh, wait, no, Mate, yeah. why would we, you have we've remembered? All been in there. You were probably smashed. This is the thing, right? I I'm, I worry about this. So much of my life I no, don't you were there, remember. But it's about 10 years ago, but yeah. just through booze. Yeah, you won't like remember I've, anything. I've just done incre- I've done like had such laughs, had such good times. I don't think I was there. I I know you were there at one point. Hang on. So do you do you go out much, James? Now? No, not really. I just look after a baby, pretty much. Kid excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kid excuse. Yeah, kid excuse. I think what it, I think what it is when you when you when you coupled up and stuff and you're not single anymore, you're less inclined to. What go about when you didn't go out before the baby? <laughs> yeah, no, I went out before. I went out. Before the baby, we've come to Bromley and gone for a night out without you. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's true. And you stayed in after the curry. I stayed in with Love. Al. I was with Al. I wasn't by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the two party animals. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because when you're single, you're more inclined to go out more into clubs and stuff. Where when, you, when you're coupled up or you're a bit older, you're just like, ugh, I can't be bothered with that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I do it for a laugh. I go out if I, if I want to, but it's not, it's not like, wow, I really got to go out tonight. I really want to go clubbing and stuff. It's like, mm, not really. I like random club, you know, when you just end up in a club, but no one's now is like, oh, let's go out clubbing. You know what, though? There, I think I have reached an age where I'm just like, I can't be fucked with a lot of things. There's a guy in my work, there's two guys in my work, in my team, who um, went to the London office this week and then they went for a drink afterwards and they stayed out till like fucking 2 a.m., and had like, you know, kebab at, at, at fucking two, get yeah. home really late, get like three hours sleep and coming to work. And I'm like, fuck that. Just no enjoyment in it anymore. Don't want to sit and feel shit no. for two days. I was ahead of my time, obviously. <laughs> fry up in the club and have a cup of tea. <laughs> Do you remember when you had a fry up? <laughs> Where was that? Walkabout or something? Yeah, walkabout, yeah. At the bar, you had a I fucking. No, it was like a mixed grill. It was a mixed it was grill. Huge. I was well hungry. And you yeah. had that extra long plate and yeah, you were just yeah. there eating. And, you and had everyone like, was like taking pictures you of you. You had half it, I think. Well. I grabbed that sausage and was like. That was when we were just dancing around to that was um, a Christmas Baywatch night and Discovery Channel. Yeah. That yeah. was a Christmas night out. I think the day the night I had my reindeer on the hill. It was a Christmas night so out and I had to stay at your nan's house. Oh, right, yeah. And then we got back to your nan's house about two in the morning and you you wondered why she took a long time to answer the door when you were like, boo, 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 nan. It's because I told her. like, who's that? I, I told her. Don't, I told you I was don't, coming back. I've got the keys. Don't put the catch on. Yes, yes, yes. Put the catch on. So you can't get in. Unbelievable. Uh, I can't believe an 80-year-old woman would lock a, herself in living in Woolwich. You know, it's bitch. shut. You can lock it, but don't put the catch on because you can't, you can't you don't get put in the, You don't feel safe at night. Wait for me to get home. Pissed. She came in in the morning. She, <laughs> you said something like horrible to her. She was like, I'm going to pray for you now at church. Uh, maybe you should take the, the mic off level. Oh, thank God. His tyranny is over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about naming your years. Remember, I said about how if you give your name, if you give a name to your year or yeah. a title or a theme or whatever. I'm calling mine Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the year of Tim. Um, yours is the year of discipline, isn't it? Yeah, discipline. Yeah. Yeah, my one this year. It's I, working. I'm so glad I did that name thing. It fucking works. Because you know what you it, have. It literally. It, I didn't. It does work. Every time I go to, oh, yeah. I'm not going to go today. I oh, know it's the year of discipline. So I discipline myself to go to the gym. But you know, every what? time I wanted a glass of wine, I oh, know it's the year of discipline. 
Yeah, but you know why? Because you think to yourself... Not, I'll oh, do- my goal is to go to the gym every day. Yeah. I'm not going to go to the Yeah, gym. exactly. You just think to yourself, just do disciplined things. And yeah. like, if you fuck up and you don't do a disciplined thing, it doesn't matter because you've got a whole year to, to fucking make it right. And it becomes like a, a mantra. And, and the idea is you think to yourself, I just have to do this shit for a year and then I can drop it. But the irony is you don't drop it. Because yeah, ended it up becomes it. part of your... Yeah. yeah. Already it's like a lifestyle, yeah. isn't it? Tom, have you got an, a, a, a year name? The year of action or taking action. Good. Like so it. every time you think, I won't bother. Take action. Take action. Oh, that girl's fit. I won't chat to her. Take action. Exactly. That's Let's think I of some more right. examples. Just jump on her. Yeah. Get a new job. Do a trial. Get a flat. Take action. Make things happen. Take action. Yes. I did a year of action. I did loads of stuff. I quit my band. Moved in with my girlfriend. I stopped doing things. <laughs> I quit my band. I quit my band. Left my girlfriend. Stopped talking. Sold my car. Got a bit fat. <laughs> not getting her pregnant. Oh, uh, nightmare. No, no. I um. I no. No, but it was things like. I, I, it gave me the it, <laughs> year of action. Uh, it gave <laughs> it, first thing. I quit my band. Oh, great! I just my dish. No, it it gave me the resolve to make big changes. This is not. I've got to give up on this. It's causing me stress and all of that. And but also, I did things like I moved out, um, ended up having a baby, or not. You know, not me, but ended up. We end up getting pregnant and, and I've changed jobs. It's like a real good kick up the ass. So you, are you going to leave yeah. your job, Tom? No. <laughs> do <laughs> you want not? to? We don't uh, want to, do you? No, no. I, I think you had it quite good. Well, work's good at the moment. So Here's a question for you. What are the top five things on your action list? Five things this year that you think that when you get to the end of the year, you'll be like, that's the action I needed. I'm glad I did it. Potentially get a flat. Get so good. buy a flat Ooh. or a house. This mic's... Um, so I just picked up this mic and it's really responsive. Ooh. Get a special lady friend. Good. So find like a woman of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. Special lady friend. <laughs> uh, Change your job. That's what I would say. Just fucking do it. Year of action, mate. It's almost like you can, you have to hand over to the year and go, I have to do it because year of action. I'd like to have a fitness related action point. Do you mean like a challenge, like walking a hundred kilometers, yeah, or doing a half marathon? Do why don't you? Do, why don't you do the uh, London to Brighton walk that me, Ben, and Ian are going to do? Um, because I'm going to Corfu. He's not here, is he? Lavo, do you want to do it? Go Corfu sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, some kind of walk would be good. I'd quite like to do the coast to coast walk, but that takes weeks. I don't really have weeks. Ha- I, don't, I can't really do that this year. I don't. But that's so we're we're doing the London and Brighton thing. But originally I looked into doing Hadrian's Walk. So I'm like, how long can that take? Mm. And it was like at least three days. I guess because it's hillier ground. But yeah, yeah. so I could take a yeah, definitely yeah. could. Well, the walk like we're doing is supposed to be two days. Nah, it's like whatever, sixteen hours or something. It's not, mate. It's not sixteen hours. It's twenty-one hours if we keep up the the pace the entire time. So it's not 61 hours, it's 21 hours, okay, fine. Yeah, but it's 24 hours in a day, but there isn't, because no one counts when you're asleep. Well, I reckon we... (laughs) No, it's fucking big. 100k is ridiculous. Oh, no, it's going to be ridiculous. And it's hill, mate, between London and Brighton, it's ridiculous. It's called the South Downs, the the hills. Yeah, I did a walk on the South Downs, and it was was like a similar challenge type thing. Mate, this isn't like bullshit. It was 40 miles. So I did 40 miles in one go, and it was difficult. That's insanely hard. When when did you do this? It was about five or six years ago. I did it with some people at work. And there were some people that did it that were really clearly fit and everyone struggled with it. You what, will. just walking? I know it's Mate, walking mental. is, it would be oh, worse man. than running. I would rather try and run it. Well, have we got 24 hours to do it or is it like a cut off? 
well, I think we can just do it as long as we want. But like, it's designed for like British Heart Foundation things. So like, some fifty year old woman who's lost her husband in a heart attack is going to do it. We're they're not better than them. They're not, not in a day, no way. Well, maybe they'll take about. It's fine. We start on like Saturday. Camp something. You can't just be like, oh, it's fine. I'll just stop here. Well, we're night. not going to camp. We're not fucking hill. We're not it's gonna, raining. It's not going to be like JB going up Ben Nevis in a pack of bloody hob stove or whatever he did. <laughs> <laughs> My backpack was super, super heavy. I I'll to, take six litres of water. How did you take it? <laughs> about? Did, what do you need to take six, up there? Yeah. Mate, what I did was well, the backpack was really heavy, but for some <laughs> reason I thought this will be fine. Yeah, I don't want to your podcast, your Ben Nevis. Three microphones. I had all this podcast. Yeah, the acoustics up here. <laughs> yeah. By the way, a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of mic technique. Don't do what Ian just did, which was laugh into the mic. Is it too loud? No laughing on the podcast. Yeah. Um, no, it's just. No, I think we need, to, we need to seriously think about this 100k. As in, we're definitely doing it, but we need to be like, so we need to fucking plan it. That'd be, but the only way you can really be prepared for it is just to be in generally good physical condition yeah, and then see what happens on the day. But, yeah, and we but, might have to start. But I think like you're right. It, it's all it's all mental. I think you're right, yeah. and that's really appealing to me. Um, because that's that's the challenge. It's more a medical one than a physical yeah, one. That's quite I just good. want to be fucking prepared. Oh, that's why I kept on turning your mic down. Um, and I couldn't work out what was going on, and I was actually turning your mic up. This is a podcast about microphones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. The microphones going up, down. It's a podcast about microphone technique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it's right. Like a, it's like a training session for podcasts. Um, right, so... <laughs> just, anyway, to pick up on the conversation. So, Ben's year is year of positivity. No, so, it's not. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, year of negativity. Yeah, you're, you're, discipline, discipline. Your year is year of discipline. Tom's year is year of action. Ian, have you got a year? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I was quite good at getting out at the start of things and planning and making sure I was doing things. So, I've been quite actiony. Cause I, I think you've done that already from last year. That I need Seems to do. Seems to Yeah. New. So, I mean, last year was, I guess, the year of getting used to... I think years... What about the, the year of being this, nice the, to people? No. No. <laughs> the, the, but this is... Um, no, it's it's building on a platform, I think. I, I built up... I moved down here. I think you're missing the point. Back end of 16. <laughs> no, I'm saying something. I'm coming round to it. Okay. Right? okay and sorry. then in 17, it was like, oh, this is all a bit new, used to it. But uh-huh. now I'm in a position really good at stuff. It's a year of being really good at stuff. Not that. The year of perfecting stuff. Year of perfection. Love that. Wait a minute, you you went on a big diatribe <laughs> earlier on in <laughs> January saying that there is no such thing as perfection. That's true, but we can only try... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm only consigning myself to failure. Okay, that's fine. It's your it's your goal. You can have year of perfection. Um, I think my year... I don't think Lovell needs a year. I do. <laughs> <laughs> hang he's on, on hang he's on. on a roll. Uh, hang on, hang on. I think, <laughs> I think so I'm just going to say my year and then we can talk in depth. Because this is going to take a while. Yeah. Um, my we year, need to sum up Lovell's past years as well my year is going to be um, <laughs> that face let the record show Lovell is not happy <laughs> I just don't see why you have to have years of all this bullshit oh you don't see why you've got to have anything yeah. oh I've got to have all this I've got to do all that got to, I'll go for a walk my life will be fantastic and it's not oh, fucking <laughs> yeah, the record yeah, show no, no, Lovell no, has mic, put the mic. microphone down and, uh, so, so you don't see that was a bit Ronnie O'Sullivan-y yeah it was yeah what, this is what I mean by his like, attitude. Ronnie O'Sullivan was actually just snooker sometimes. He goes, oh, it's, not, it's pointless, it's pointless. You're happy doing it, it's fine. But I, I don't like all the whole, always, you know, guy looking at the mountain and saying all the little positive little things. Well, it's not what it's about, mate. It's about just doing stuff. Don't like don't know what stuff you've always got, like, oh, do this and do that. And so do you don't and think and having goals? Or no, having... I don't know that goals, but just that, oh, this year's going to be my year of 
cock or whatever it is he could <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's it's a good year like, for you don't get it you know that like, was your year it in makes two, you happy year 2000. if you need so you don't year have, of, so you don't have a year, year of podcasts that'd be fantastic uh, you have well, no aspiration at all it's not that I just don't want to name the year for what name, well don't you know, name the year but year tell us a goal cock and bullshit this that and the other because you know. the last few years when we set goals you're like I haven't got any so like I don't understand how you can't no I said I'll, I'll pass my driving test and you said no you never do that and then I did and you're like okay no you said that about eight years ago yeah I did yeah probably yeah exactly but you know if you want to if you want to name your year then it's fine but I don't all right, I get it. You don't want to name a year. All right, but give us some things you want to do. Give it. Give us some things you want to do. Between now and and Christmas, let's say, what what would you want to do? Can we get that clock ticket on the podcast? That was quite good. I just don't understand it. I was like, like you don't understand. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I what, understand, but what, 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 what it is, your things are different to mine. Like, you're I know they say, are. So I'm asking you. Mate, it wasn't. An, I wasn't attacking I wanna, you with this I wanna, question. I, I just want to walk what? along a wall. It's not a trick no, question. No, no, it's no, not no. A trick James, question. James, James, it's not a trick question. I said, what do you want to do between now and Christmas? What do you want to do? Anything. For example, Tom wants to go to Mexico, so he's going to Mexico. Stuff oh, just happens. I want to go on holiday. This, this year, we'll probably end up getting a car. Not, to, no, 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 no. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I just want to get laid all the time. That's what I want to do. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a thing. That is a thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. How are you going to go? I don't know, mate. It's just What do you want? Do you want money? Do you want a job? Do you want to do something artistic? Do you want to. What do you want to do? Can I just say you are in a country now where paints are delivered easily? I did actually do a painting the other day. I'll show you my painting. All oh, right, well, there you go. Well, there you go. There you go. It wasn't a trick question. It's weird, isn't it? People, the offence taken. People saying, get angry what, about yeah, goals. What, what, do you want, what do you want to do this year? I don't, well, I don't, see I don't want to climb a mountain. I didn't I say that. What do you want to do? I don't want to stand on a mountain with a motivational quote. Yeah, you that's, don't have to. that's fine. Not many people yeah, do. Yeah, with a quote written under it. It's funny how some people see goals and aspirations and plans like as mockery. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not. It's... Just planning your life, isn't it? It's just just hoping for things and trying to move towards them. Yeah, like there's always something I want to do. Otherwise, I don't know why I'd get out of bed. I wouldn't bother. Well, no offense to James. But then I guess. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say I wouldn't bother going to work to earn money to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but he hasn't, has he? Yeah. 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 So, I so mean, yeah, it's the problem, isn't it? But, but this is the thing: if you don't have goals or or targets, you do end up doing fucking nothing. And one year turns, you know, months turn into years, and years turn yeah. into a decade. And then you're like, I've done nothing for ten years. The most scary thing. They're the best years yeah. of your life. And the scariest thing is when if you can't name a thing you did in a certain year that was good then you've basically wasted a year, haven't you? So if someone said to you, what did you do in 2008? And you're like, I know it's a long time ago, but you have to have had remembered something amazing you've done. Otherwise, what a fucking waste. Otherwise, what was that year for? Yeah. Well, look, I'm, I'm very... All you've done is seen out the year. I'm very nearly 40 now. Can someone else take a mic? Because Level's not actually saying anything. <laughs> um, I'm very nearly 40. And so now I'm like, shit, what was my 30s like? I'm looking back at, at my 30s and saying, well, what, what were they like? And actually... And what were they like? Um, well, what are they like? It's mental, isn't it, though, isn't it? Well, Ten years I is quite mean, a long, big thing to... Well, no way on. did you... Pay. Sorry. Hang on, Lovell's, Lovell's now... Lovell's showing us Not great for a podcast, but we do have a Lovell painting. That's here. amazing. Did you paint that? Did you paint Did you draw amazing. the edges of it? I drew an outline of the... Figures. Was it already drawn and you filled it in? Look. No, I did. I'm very impressed. That's very Let impressive. Let me see. And it's African. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, that's great. See? That's really good. I, I, would, I, I wish I could do that. I don't have to have, like, old... You could have a year of painting. It's better than. That's it. It's the year of painting. Can we set you? It's the year of painting. James, can we help you? James, this is the year of painting. 
your goal is to paint four paintings by the end yeah, of the Yeah, I was going to give it that. a number so we can put an actual target on this. I feel like that's not enough. Six, which means one every two months. That's completely fine. And walk I to know. Um, Canada and back. That sounds unrealistic. Walk to the shops to buy hose, then realise it's not <laughs> hose season, so decide to come back next year. Is that a year. season? Oh, well, I'll just have to wait yeah. till summer. No, but I think Ian needs to explain his because I don't really. Yeah, get it. perfection. I think needs working I on a bit. I think you've done last year. I think was your well, year. I, ju- of I just, I just came up with it on the spot just now. Well, you've done your <laughs> year of action. So now, what are you going to do with the action you've taken? So okay, so actually, like Tom's getting buy a house since we're buying a house together because we're a gay couple now. You are right. We've always uh, it's one bedroom, so we can afford. So doing that, that's an actiony thing because I mean everything's. Actually, I'm, I'm making... So, so maybe you... No, no, it's good. I just think I've you got a new life, is what I mean. And it's like, well, how can I make improve upon... So how about life? year of investment? Because buying a house is an investment. But the, I see what you mean. You've done your action. Now you want to build on the, what the you've idea, done. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the idea behind of, naming a year is it just becomes a mantra. So it's like, like with Ben's discipline... The, one, the year of improving yourself. Year of improvement is a good one. Improvement. Because Impro- yeah, then you're thinking, oh, no, I need no, no. to improve. So okay, year of improvement, that's a better, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so you when you're sat at home, you like, can't be bothered to go for a run. No, you've got to improve. Yeah. Like, you need a carrot always. All right, so. Improvement. So, Consistent improvement. <laughs> James's face. I wish the podcast could pick up James's absolute disgust. What's the point in anyone having goals and wanting any aspirations of doing best. anything in life? <laughs> so, James has got year of painting, so we want to see six paintings by the end of the year, James. Is that realistic? Well, that painting took about an hour and a half. An hour and a half? Well, what you should do then, this should just be, okay, this should just be something like the year of painting or the year of artistry or something like that. Did you make it up out of your head or oh, were you... No, we went to an art class. You went to a night class? An, an art, it was basically... An art class, an art class. An art class at night time. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my father-in-law's girlfriend, um, she does Hang some painting. father-in-law, yeah. He, he does lots of paintings. So he When we was at our house, when we went over there, we yeah. did some painting as well. This is, this is brilliant. Are you, why are you rubbing your eyes? He looks really happy about that. <laughs> People aren't having a go at you when they say, you know, oh, you should, you should do something. It's just like you don't want to rot away in the best years of your life. I get it, but I'm quite happy in some other aspects. So, you know, it's... it's you should definitely buy cons. an iron, though. Pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fucking Because this ain't the first time, level. Every time I've seen you, your shirts look like been in a fucking suitcase. I was going to go out so I could put the jumper on. It wouldn't matter, but obviously we're staying in the house. Well, that's anymore, the spirit. But, yeah. Just hide it with a big old jumper with paint on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're wearing suit trousers even though you don't have a job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my one is going to be uh always the year of courage Ooh. And, and, and it means that i've got to, i'm going to have to do lots of things that make me scared i'm going to have to do lots of things that yeah like talking in front of people talking around i people. can't do that and then you suddenly go fuck i have to do it i have to do it because it's year of courage yes. so here's a good example of how it becomes a mantra for the year the band i used to be in these girls have now got signed and they've just started their uk tour now, don't get me wrong, it's not very glamorous because the first venue was in uh, the town I live in. And I thought, I'm going to go down. And then I thought, I'm not going to go down because I haven't seen him in 10 years. I'll be by myself. Year of courage, I've got to do it. So I went down there, watched them play and then went and chatted to them afterwards. And it was a little bit awkward and a little, I, was a bit, I was a bit nervous talking to them, really. Yeah. But I did it. And, that, and then I left just like, oh, wicked, we'll see you soon and everything. And then I'm like, I'm really glad I did that. And if, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for the fact that I thought I've got to do this because it's year of courage. It's, it's like I want to get a proper guest on here. No offence, guys. <laughs> I brought you Britain's potentially leading dominatrix. Yeah, that was a good... That, that was a good... Well, oh, have you got that on record? Is it... Yes, it's, yeah, on, it's one of the podcast episodes. That, <laughs> one of the that that listened to. Yes. So what's Lovell's year going to be called? The year of... Like, creativity. Creativity, yeah. 
great. Year of creativity. creativity. So you can create stuff because you're and, really good with it. And it doesn't mean. And, and the whole point of naming a year is you don't go six paintings or whatever. You just go. See your creativity. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. sit and draw because of your creativity. You have your goal, which you may want to do, but then yeah, that's the name of it makes you do it. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. And the goals don't have to be related to the year. No, but you're just like in the same way. The year of courage is really vague, but in another way, it's just it's meant to be vague. It's meant to be just be a yeah. mantra. But because for, it's in the back of your months. head, you have to go and do something. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that painting is very good. It is very, it is very good. Uh, how can I learn to do? Because I, I really want to do something like that. So how can I do it? Just get some paints and get going with it. And what did you do? What, did you, do, what, what did you do on paper? You should be a or? teacher. Just yeah. practice. Yeah, just yeah. get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Destroys the balls a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, I mean... As my father-in-law, he did that. Did he? Yeah. yeah I started that. You, could, you can do... I, I came like in and I saw, and I thought, that's a really nice painting. Yeah, I love it. Like, remarkably so. It's lovely. Do you want to say what that painting looks like? Uh, yeah, I assume it's like, Flowers, yeah, it's like flowers. Yeah, uh, but it's all—it's a little bit. Uh, I don't know if abstract's a word, but like blur, blurry. <laughs> Not very good at this. Like uh, impressionist, impressionist. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Um, and it's like three big flowers, and it's got lots of different cool colours in it. But now I've seen that, I'm guessing. What I think impressionist is like Monet, Monet, and yeah, Monet. So real and, life, but not moon. Danny. Yeah, moon, Mooney. <laughs> it's like real life, but not really. Yeah. Can we change the subject slightly? Yeah. I can Ian just justify quickly including his work journey into the distance he has to travel to get here. Lovell's <laughs> <laughs> Lovell's on board with us. We chat about it. Yeah, but Lovell doesn't mad. go to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I came here on Friday, right after work, it would have taken me two and a half hours. Given yeah. that we weren't going to have a big night or stay over or anything, it would have left a limited amount of time for me to be here. I would have judged it not worth it and therefore not have come. Because we're here on a Saturday, not only am I freer to come at a different time, it takes me an, just over an hour to get here much better. That's the same for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, but I work, well, I work quite far away. Like, I live closer. Like, where I'd live is halfway between work and yeah so that's kind of that's what i mean so you're you're gonna go back towards london anyway so then the journey yeah, but starts I mean, when you get to london to here it doesn't because i'm already on a journey that's, no, it that, 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 no and this is genuine madness no, no. if i lived in london and worked in brighton let's say and then you said come to north london let's say mm. i wouldn't add ah but i've got to come all the way from brighton go through london and then go to north london no that would be correct if let, let's say my work was in a different direction from there it's yeah. you know what I mean it's because I'm I'm further away already I know I'd have to go into London anyway but it's the amount of time it would take me to get there is my point but I think Friday you're not expected to turn up on time because you're coming from work so okay. but again because we wouldn't stay late because we'd have to get a, I'd have to get a train back or whatever before everything stopped but just say that then you know, you know what I massively overestimated how interesting this would be <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's cut that out as well. All right. Well, look, it's it's we've we've done like one hour twenty. We could probably cut that down and uh, to two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he puts it down. Like it's like a proper. That's a proper life. Two minutes. <laughs> I do like the way James. You are massively cynical about pretty much everything. Well, you argue about everything as well, mate. Every time we put anything on WhatsApp, you argue and argue and argue just for the sake of arguing. Even the host pipe wasn't even an argue. <laughs> <laughs> the host what, what, pipe. what host pipe? I'm a big thing out of nothing. 
No, that was a very No, that theory. was it. That's no, not how that's it went. No, it no, was. no. Oh, you already had a hose pipe in the garden. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> explaining yeah. it. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. It's okay. At some point, I'll get a new hose pipe. But I, went, I, was, I was in town the other day. And it happened to be in Wilkinson's. Yeah. And it wasn't, it, they didn't have it in say stock. It, say didn't have it in stock. It wasn't hose pipe season. So say I it. came back home, but I wasn't fussed about it. It wasn't like, oh my God, I've got to get hose pipe today. How do I get hose pipe? Oh my God, I don't have to get it. Obviously, I can, I can buy a hose pipe if you want to go online and order a hose pipe or whatever. But I wasn't that fussed about it. I just happened, happened to mention, oh, who cares about a southern hose pipe? I don't, I don't think it was you, about apparently. That. I think it was about. It was, I think it was about the fact that... already had a hose pipe. It just wasn't that great. At some point, <laughs> I got the shots. still going on. I got a hose pipe. It no, wasn't that, a big deal. No, the was, you want to say the word hose pipe you, again? You, you tried to... It's like the queuing email. Um, it's, you, <laughs> no, you tried to get... You wanted to get a hose pipe, but you couldn't because it was... In the where they used to have hose pipes yeah. locally, what they I had want, instead was like Halloween stuff, and then you were like, and then it'll be Christmas. I can't get a hose pipe until next year. You did say it wasn't hose pipe. I didn't season. go into town specifically to get a hose pipe. I just happened to be in Wilkinson's anyway. I noticed it wasn't around. That I makes it all right. That, but so what? Uh, a few months ago, actually, we were here in summer for a barbecue. Me and Tom, which was very nice. Uh, no, we went into uh, that Wilkinson's on Bromley High Street yes. and got super. I I was like, I cannot believe I'm in the hose pipe. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing what, like what, life goal what, ticked off what season did you go it was ah, summer ah, so ah, I think it was hose pipe season hose pipe's two for one plethora of hose pipe right I don't want to bring up old wounds or wounds wounds or wounds and Whittacombs but can you tell us a story about when Oh God, here we go. The BBC was interested in. Was it the BBC was interested <laughs> in your? Oh, answer? this is this and you is had fantastic. to send up an ant, send off an ant sample. The BBC was, was interested. The yeah, they were doing a program and they wanted me to send one of the formicariums to them and a colony. Yeah. What happened? I sent it to them, and then on the day I sent it, I had an, a phone call or email, or whatever, and they said they've changed the address, and I said they've already sent it off, and then I tried to change the um, the address through the courier, and it's very difficult. Yeah. That's what it was, really. So it wasn't your fault. They they changed the address after I'd already sent it off. So no, it wasn't really my fault. It wasn't your fault. What about they changed the delivery? What address? about you turning your phone off for a whole day before we were going to come here? I do it on purpose. <laughs> just to it. just to wind you up. I can, you I can fucking believe it. That'd be a more logical explanation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very, right, very quickly. This is a new thing. Everybody has to explain of how you have. Your beans on toast. So, for example, I have... I have sausage, bacon, eggs. No, it's just beans on toast. Mate. I How you do just beans on toast? What do you mean? I don't understand. So, all right, I have beans on toast by putting the beans in a bowl and then getting the, <laughs> getting the bread, the toast, and then cutting the toast in half and then putting the toast around the edge of the bowl. Like a and then And then dipping the... I'm glad we're having this conversation because that is madness. It's not because... <laughs> the, it's not. It's genius because the bread stays... soggy, right? I see the logic. I've never no, thought to I, do I, that. No, right? I, I like... Bread is going to get too soggy. I, I don't mind the sogginess. Well, I like it. condiments. Yes. Because a bit of brown sauce is good. No! Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was, I was about... The minute you said condiment, I just don't thought brown sauce. don't particularly like brown sauce, but brown sauce with beans on yeah, toast. Yeah, brown sauce, loads good. of pepper, bit of cheese, chilli. You can get like curried beans, like baked beans, but like curry, they're quite good. Nah, make it yourself I, with chilli. Like yeah, and then I just actually pour the... Even though what you says makes sense, I just actually have no, I the put beans hot beans on, the toast. on toast. Done. Being a baked bean expert, best to cook the baked beans in a saucepan as opposed to microwaving it because it takes the flavour away. I think. 
Yeah, I always do that. I never use the microwave. Quite right. Yes, of course. You never use a microwave for baked beans. You, it's too hot to get the bowl you, back out. Yeah, what you do is you do the beans in a saucepan and you wait till they go almost that tiniest bit mushy. Oh, so, yeah, I mushroom. So it cooks oh, yeah, like off it. so they're a bit stodgy. It's a tiny bit stodgy. I don't like it when they're hard. And, no, yeah. no, yeah, tiny bit stodgy. And then, yeah, but, but you don't want, but Ben, do you put the beans on the toast? Yeah, I put it on the toast. Yeah. But I leave half the toast off. Ian, off half, do you know, half the toast is exposed. Do you know how to make That's beans exactly on toast? Yeah. So I have three bits of toast. toast, right? Sort of in a triangle on the plate. So the edges of them are like kind of off to the side a bit. But then you pour the beans in the middle, right? So it's some of the toast is covered by beans, but some of it isn't. So you've got that, this bit of the bread is soggy because it's been covered by beans. And you've also got bits that aren't. So you've got different textures. And who cooks it for you, Ian? Because we know you don't cook anything. I, I've mastered <laughs> beans on toast. Ooh. And when mastered. you cut the bread, do you do it diagonally to make triangles? No, don't cut the bread. Too complex, right? Uh, well, why? Why, why do it? So you can dip. I don't want to dip. You cut it with a knife and fork, don't you? So, yeah, so you cut it with a knife and fork. Yes, yes. That's why I actually like fresh bread. Actually, like I cut the bread nicer. Everyone likes fresh bread. <laughs> yeah, I like stale bread <laughs> from Tesco's. It's lovely. <laughs> I like the stuff that falls off the lorry. Bread. I prefer like a cut the cut the bread if it's ideally, you know, be nicer. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've quickly got to say before we go. What? Hello to Ed, because he's driving his Astra to work at the moment. <laughs> so, hi, Ed. So, oh, yeah. So, he's listening to this going to work. He'll be listening to this now, either going to work in his car or coming back I hope you're work. coming home from work. Yeah, don't flip the Astra. you get that nice feeling. You know what I mean? What's your year, Ed? Ed's year is the year of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't cheese. do it. It's McKean, though. Che- it's year chips. of chips. Cheesy chips. Cheesy chips. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of the cheesy chips. Yeah. yeah. When cheese and chips are combined. <laughs> so, so anyone who doesn't know Ed is a, a, our perennial listener and he enjoys the cheese yeah he does that sounds like it's a metaphor for something <laughs> it's literal big tits <laughs> yeah. yeah and tits he likes tits Ed likes as big well. tits alright we I should like we should tits. go and have a curry then I guess. yes let's do that oh yeah I'm fucking full up still so am I maybe we should no pub 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 like pub. pub perfume I, 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 I have one pint go to a pub have a pint and then go to then go to the place to have a curry and stuff yeah. is it walk, we're, we're going to walk there right no oh hang on we've got to get a bus into hell. town yeah it'd be better let's the, just go the, to the, the local the, one the, no the curry I hate getting on buses well, I, yeah no you got cars we drive, they've got a car park there. Have they got a car park I want there? a drink. But you've got to drive home. You've got to drive home anyway. I've got to drive home, but... Yeah, you I can't... I can have a couple. If I don't drive straight <laughs> from the curry... Mate, oh, I, I drive couple. better with a couple in. <laughs> 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 yeah. Your Honour, the prosecution not, uh, enters Exhibit snob, E into the evidence. Mate. January, it's yeah. freezing. A, February, uh, whatever. They've got a car park outside the, the curry place, which is a pub. So you can have a pint there. But I thought it might be better to just go to a, got different, a, fucking car, just a different pub and then go back there. But I guess if it's raining, then it's not that. All right. What are you going to have for the curry? Just quickly. You've got to say off the top of your head. Jeff Frazee. Biryani. Madras. Curry. Whatever the chef recommends, because they've all got specialties in Indians, don't they? I do that, yeah. I did yeah, that last it's a chef specialties. I recommend we all They're have good. a potato bajia. Yay. And then we all share it. All right, let's do that. Hey. I'm now introducing Athena, you. Do you want to say something? So this is Athena. James's daughter. James James's one-year-old daughter. Athena, this is your year of what? Year of, year of talking. Year of doing lots of things. Year of walking and talking. And then you'll be up there with that. <laughs> Same level. Hey, so she's now fiddling with the mic. Very cute. <laughs> you say very cute, but what I hear is, stop touching my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Niha, say hello. Hello. Okay. 
That was James's yeah. wife. What's it like living with James? <laughs> it's all right. That was a good. Lie. That was a good lie. What yeah. she means is a nightmare. That's what she means. But, um... Yes, we we all read between the lines. <laughs> It's like two babies in the house. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's right. The second one's you, if you didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. The and, and it's goodbye from the baby. <laughs> Great. Bye-bye. Woke up this morning, had leftover pizza for breakfast. I should have known the good times They don't last My credit card's maxed out My minimum payment's overdue I got bills to pay A man's gotta do what a man's gotta do Between a rock, a rock, a rock Blue!
got me. 